Hello, welcome to another week of Am I Mature Yet? And I am your host, Onisha Dale. I am feeling really stuffed right now. I kind of went crazy. It's Saturday. Um, Not necessarily a cheat day. I don't even think I went crazy. I just drank a lot of water in one sitting and that's probably why I'm feeling stuffed. But Aside from that, I'm having a pretty good week. Um, One of the things that I like, it's the start of a new month. So, of course, I was looking over my budget from last month and just looking at numbers. And my grocery bill has been crazy. I've been trying to get like 120 plus grams of protein every day. And, you know, everybody, like, when talking about building muscle and gaining weight, everybody loves talking about how important it is to get your protein, how important it is to make sure you're eating, da 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 Nobody tells you and nobody wants to talk about how expensive that is, though. Trying to get 120 grams of protein in every single day, it's like, I buy, I'm going to have to go to the store. I'm going to have to make, like, two trips in one week, maybe even three. <sighs> it's just because, like, because, like, my protein sources where I've been eggs, I'm not the biggest fan of eggs, so, so that's kind of a like, I don't know, that's not good. I'm not a huge fan of eggs, um, but like, when I can tolerate it in the morning, I'll make like an egg sandwich, an egg breakfast sandwich, or like a burrito, um. And I'll get some good amount of protein from that. I take I have protein shake during the day. And then I'll have like chicken or some or tuna, some other protein for like lunch and dinner. But then there's all I'm always short like a good like 40, 50 grams. So that's when I get like the protein yogurt and granola and like protein chips and protein bars. And those when you buy that stuff one serving like to get a good serving to make sure you're getting all your protein in and like for example like the yogurt it's like four servings in the thing for 14 dollars. so it's four days and then i gotta buy yogurt again um and then the chips like the protein chips quest protein chips are so good i'll buy those and there's only four in the pack and that's like ten dollars so that lasts like four days so i gotta go to the store again like it's just it's so expensive. And then also, like, I could buy chicken and it'll be gone by the end of tomorrow. Like, it's not going to last me the whole week because I'm not buying this stuff in bulk, which maybe that's my issue. People buy it in bulk. I don't know how big of a difference I would make in how much I'm paying. But, yeah, very expensive to try and maintain and keep up with, like, how much protein you're eating every day. Um, but other than that, I feel like my skin has been glowing a little bit differently recently. And that is because I've been very consistent with like my skin routine and also very consistent with like with vitamins and the nutrients that I'm getting every single day. So I have an amazing morning routine going for myself where I wake up and I make myself some hot tea hot tea and then I pour MSM powder in it. MSM powder is great for like skin and joint health. So it's good for your joints, but also like 
amazing for your skin, amazing for your hair. For, so for hair growth as well. So I put three scoops of MSM powder in my hot tea. I'll drink my hot tea as I'm I'm using my hot tea to swallow my vitamins. So, so I have Happy V pre-probiotic capsules. I take two of those. Um, I'll take omega-3s unless I know I'm going to have tuna later in the day. Then I don't because I made a TikTok and people were telling me I don't need to be eating taking omega-3s if I'm eating tuna like every single day. And I do kind of tend to consume a lot of tuna. So if I know I'm going to eat tuna during the day, I will not take the omega-3s. If I'm not planning to eat tuna that day, I will take the omega-3s. So then there's the omega-3s. Um, I said happy V pre-probiotics, omega-3 vitamins, geritol, which is a multivitamin. It has vitamin A, vitamin K, vitamin C, literally all the vitamins you can think of in this one little capsule. I started taking it because I saw some TikToks of people saying it made their hair grow like crazy. So I've been consistently taking that. Um, and what is there one more? Oh, yeah. And Slippery Elm. I'm also taking two capsules of Slippery Elm in the morning. So I combine all those little pills. I got my hot tea with the MSM powder in it. And I just drink until all the pills are gone. Um, and then usually the tea will be gone too by the end of me finishing swallowing all the pills. And then I'll have a nice swig of like cool cold water after just like chugging hot tea. And I like so many liquids in within the first 20 some minutes of me getting up. Um, so I feel like that's playing a big role in how my skin has been glowing because, you know, all of those vitamins had some type of like skin benefit. Um, so yeah, that's been going great for me. And also I'm prescribed tretinoin. I use tretinoin every single night. Um, point one, I have the highest percent, 0.1%. And then I use a dark spot correcting serum in the morning and sunscreen, reapplying sunscreen, that kind of thing as well. So yeah, that's been going really well for me. I really want to implement, um, starting to get back into going to get facials. I used to go get facials like once every single month. Um, so I want to start getting back into that. Chemical peels. I was getting chemical peels literally every month. So I want to get back into that because my skin looked stunning when I was doing that. Um, and I already have, I know exactly who I'm going to go to out here. I follow Detroit Skin Teak on Instagram. And she looks like she does a fabulous, amazing job the picture she's posted of like women before or like when they first started coming to her versus what they look like now after they've been seeing her for like a year is amazing. So I'm planning to go to her and by this summer, I'm going to be a completely new bitch. Okay. She's getting her protein. She's taking care of her skin. She's growing her hair. All the vitamins are also helping with nail growth, doing all the things. Um, so, but also, <laughs> um, in news, in new news, I am officially somebody's girlfriend. And I am so excited to say that because I have never had a boyfriend in my life. 21 years old. This is my first boyfriend. 
my first like real relationship. Brand spanking new. I'm a young, young baby girl. But yeah, I'm so excited. Um, and I'm so happy for the start of this new relationship and seeing where it's going to go. Um, but talking about, you know, being me being a girlfriend now, being in a new relationship, I just wanted to take a beat and talk about and get into past my my history of situationships with men. Um, so that's going to lead us perfectly into the next segment, which is our growing up segment. So getting into our growing up segment, we are going to be talking about my past situationships, um, what I've learned about myself or what I've learned just in general from those past situationships and also from like the current relationship I'm in, some things that I've learned. Um, so first get into a little bit of history. So when I say I've never had a boyfriend before, so yeah, I'm 21. Um, when I was in high school, middle school, all that, like I had crushes on boys in middle school and, you know, younger, not so much in high school, but yeah, in high school, I didn't really, was never really involved with or talking to any guys. I went to a predominantly white school, so it's like, I didn't have many options. Um, It wasn't until I graduated high school that I started really like getting into dating and like talking to guys. So I had a lot of situationships that lasted like a few months and then just kind of fizzle out and we wouldn't, it it just never went anywhere. And then I had a situationship that lasted two and a half years I was begging practically begging that man to commit to me it was so sad thinking back on it but I was and so now that we have that history the first thing I'm going to say is something I learned um from relationships and that specific relationship in, or situationship in general that lasted two years. And even the other ones is, one, there's nothing that I could have done or changed about myself to make them pick me. When I was in that two-year-long situationship, it was like, okay, so this is the longest. Once it got closer to like a, a year, I was like, this is the longest anything like this has ever lasted for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, surely at this point, there should be some serious like, like, hey, we're just doing this with each other, you know, like some serious like commitment. I didn't get any of that. And I started to doubt myself and question if it was something wrong with me, if I needed to be more, if I needed to give more or be more something that I wasn't, that that he just couldn't, that whatever it was, he couldn't commit to me or those other guys couldn't like stick it out with me. There was nothing that I needed to do. It had nothing to do with me. And in some cases, it had nothing to do with them. In some cases, it was just, it just didn't work out. We were not 
it just it was not going to last past that stage in our lives that we were in and others it was like no it was definitely something wrong with him but at the end of the day it wasn't me there's nothing that you can do to make a man pick or choose you um if he's not committing and you're asking for that and he keeps giving some bullshit answer babe girl you might never get it there and <laughs> it might be time for you to leave <laughs> which kind of leads would leads into the second thing i learned is people will leave when they are ready to or when they have learned what they were supposed to from that situation so like with my two year situationship for whatever reason it's not like i w- i wanted to Oh my goodness, I don't even know how to say it. Like, I literally would be, like, crying on the phone with my friends every few weeks or, like, few, like things would be really good. And then I would just be, like, hysterically crying and sobbing and upset. And it'd be like, this is it, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And then things would be good again. And it was like, I know my friends were tired of it. I was tired of it because I was like, this is not the person that I am. This is not me, but baby, that shit that habit takes a hold of you and becomes you you are not like going back but sometimes you need to go back sometimes you need because I went back and I stayed and I kept through it so many times that I started to get disgusted with myself and then disgusted with the situation and then disgusted with him so I stayed so long that it was like at the end I had no choice. I was I had grown so much. I'd taken and learned all the lessons that I needed to from that situation that it was like I physically cannot do this anymore. Like it literally started to feel like a like physically wrong in my body to stay in that situation. Cuz I was just over it. Whereas like before it would be like no I'm I was like I'm done but I'm not, but I, but I can't let go. No, this time, that last time it was just so easy to let go. So when you have those friends that are like in those, you know, repeats that you want to encourage that they don't go back and you definitely should, but don't feel so like give your friends grace. I know I hear a lot of people complain about that on social media when they have friends who keep going back to that man I like really give your friends grace because sometimes it that's the lesson she needs to learn that lesson on her own you know you can't you can't see it observe it and try to tell that person the lessons they have to go through it the only way the only way out is through and you gotta let them go through it The next thing I would say I learned is more so, and this one is definitely more so from my current most recent, my current relationship, Um, but patience is a virtue. Uh, You cannot communicate an issue or something um, that you would like your partner to do more of. And then expect them to fix or implement that perfectly right away. Once again, you have to give people grace and you have to give them time to learn. Um, I've been hearing so much and seeing so much of people saying like, uh, 
the right man will just know, you know, like he'll just be uber romantic and super like this and know how to do all the extravagant things that women like. But it's like, do they? Like, yeah, some men are naturally inclined and they just know how to do romance or just know how to do that type of stuff. And some men just need a little guidance or also women are different. Like all women are different. So you can't expect a man to get into a situation with you and immediately know everything that you like and everything that you want when his last girl probably wasn't like that. So if you communicate like, oh, I would like you to do more of this and you don't see it happening right away or see it being done in a in the way that you perfectly imagined it's well like one this might be new for him and the fact that he's even trying to do it for you i think should say something like he's putting an effort he cares enough to want to do this for you because that's what you want um and yeah you just have to give things time like there's definitely a learning curve with relationships and i feel like people act like there isn't and that when you meet your perfect person they're going to know everything about you right away and know how to do everything perfectly and you're going to be so in sync 100% of the time which is incredibly unrealistic that's not how shit works you have to communicate things with people and you have to be patient and give them the time to take and consider your feedback if if that was the type of conversation that occurred um which the communication thing ties to something else that I feel like I've learned which is people are not mind readers you know you you need to communicate things with them you need to tell them how you're feeling about things I have a tendency to like be upset or be irritated and kind of just keep it to myself but the thing is I'm not really doing a great job at keeping it to myself because my energy just gets so nasty when I'm not feeling great um so like my partner can tell and can feel like okay what's wrong and then I'm sitting there saying like oh nothing 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 I'm making him push and push and push until I finally like say something. And it's like, that's so unfair. And then, or I would be even upset if he didn't even ask like, what's wrong? And just ignored it. And then I would be like, okay, why does he know something's wrong? Like you need to, you need to communicate with people. People are not mind readers. They don't know what upset you, what, how you feel about something. So like holding things in, and trying in an attempt to be non-confrontational, it only hurts you. It's very much like that saying of like, not forgiving somebody is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. It's similar with like holding things in and not communicating your your feelings um, in an effective way. It's, It's like drinking the poison and hoping that they notice that you're like dying. And you're not saying anything, you know? Uh, I don't know if that analogy necessarily fit, but I I think you guys get what I'm saying from all that. Um, 
Yeah. And I'm so young. And I hope and pray that great, beautiful things for this current relationship I'm in. And I hope I grow so much from it. Um, and I know I have a lot more to learn about life and and love and relationships with people. But I so excited and so looking forward to all of that. Um, so my question to you guys is what are some things that you have learned from past relationships or current relationships that you've been in? Um, share that with me on the podcast Instagram, which is am I mature yet underscore. I know it now. <laughs> um, and share this with friend or family member if you thought that any of the things I learned would speak to them. I hope it spoke to you. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a lovely week. And I will talk to you next week. Sounds right.